Is it the toughest main event to make in the country? Because like a lot of the guys were like, dude, it is like the toughest to make um, just because like you have to win your heat. If you don't win your heat, you don't make the main. So you got to win your heat in all the expert classes. And then you got to be, there's two rows in the semis and you got to be, or there's three semis and you got to be top two in the semi. Like it's, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to make them. Episode 119, Tank Slapping Podcast, Winter Throwdown, Volume 5 Edition. Appreciate everybody for being patient while we uh, got through Winter Throwdown. It's a big job and really didn't have time to pretty much eat, let alone worry about podcast stuff. But we're back at it. Robbie Bobby on the other side of the mic, the second second winningest rider at Winter Throwdown. (laughs) Damn it. What's good, dude? It's not for lack of trying, man. It's not, I promise you, it's not for lack of trying. That damn well, Renshaw kid. You added to your totals, but uh, he did as well. <laughs> so. I know. It's the thing. Like he he actually pulled away a little bit more, but um, he's got a big task next year. So I'm not saying he can't get it done. I'm not saying that at all. But he's yeah, he's got to be a little task. bit. Yeah, yeah. He don't have like two or three dudes to beat. He's got like what forty forty pros yeah, that you had yeah. this year. <laughs> Good luck, kids. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the wind tally might slow up a little bit, but uh, no, nah, it's a big weekend. I want to make sure we shout out a couple sponsors here before we get started that make it happen. Also, the title sponsor of the podcast and winner throwdown mission foods. Just really thankful for everything they do for the sport. They keep everything going. They sponsor teams, riders, pro racing, amateur racing. It's incredible what they're doing. They they make winter throwdown what it is. And without their support, we wouldn't be able to have the event. So make sure you support Mission Foods products, buy some tortilla chips, buy some shells, you know, go out there, salsa, and just support them for supporting us. Bell Power Sports, check out bellhomets.com to view their full line of products. I wear the Race Star Flex, the Moto 10. The quality and safety is unmatched. If you start tank slapping, you want to be protected by Bell. And just a quick shout out to real estate Raspoli. James Raspoli was in attendance. Uh, he was a rider at the King of Throwdown, which we'll talk about here. We'll talk about that first, actually. We'll talk about the one versus one bracket racing we did. But he was also there spectating, and he does a lot for the sport. He is your real estate guy in Florida, pretty much anywhere in Florida, but he specializes in the Central Florida, East Coast, Daytona, Deland, that whole area. James Raspoli, he was also the title sponsor for Briar Bauman at the Winter Throwdown. And he's the, he's the fastest realtor in racing. So hit up Raspo if you're looking for a spot in Florida. <laughs> Rob, let's get into it, man. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I could just see it now. You know, it's funny. There's going to be a lot of people that misunderstand. And I hope like hell that Raspoli gets so many people like, hey, man, I heard you're looking for to sponsor some people. <laughs> and like everybody's going to be hitting him up. He's like, oh, so yeah, definitely call up Raspoli. Uh, he'll stroke you a check on the spot. So. Yeah. looking forward to though hey so what's up what are we talking about the throwdown we're gonna go uh rispoli is uh he's the new jerry stinchfield in town he's uh he's following the footsteps for uh for sponsorship so hit him up he's he's only got one rider right now in briar so he's definitely got room for what's what's jerry have about solid pick two dozen guys he helps out so yeah, yeah, but that's a solid pick. If you're gonna start with somebody, you need to start with Briar. Uh, I don't think you can afford Mees. Maybe, maybe that's why Raspoli's on Briars. He couldn't afford Jared. <laughs> yeah, well, let's talk <laughs> about uh, first things first. Let's talk about the track a little bit, and then we'll talk about the one v one. Man, I was we we got there on Wednesday. The track looked great. My my game plan this year was kind of like hard pack it as much as they can, and then just keep throwing water on it. Try to keep it from getting rough. Because last year, man, it was it was hell. It was hell on dirt. Like it was rough. It was, and, and none of this is for lack of effort. Like, man, my guys work so hard. They're competent. They're, they're staying up late working on the track. But anyway, the track was great on Wednesday when we were setting up. And just as I went to dinner, uh, a storm rolled in and it freaking poured for about two hours. Monsoon, like lightning, thunder, monsoon rain. Dude, I I called you. (laughs) (laughs) I was not. I was not in a good place at that time. It was bad. No, no, you weren't. But you did exactly what you had to do, though. So you got to got to get it kind of sealed off the best you can. I mean, I knew what to expect. I mean, this this track is is very similar dirt, not the same as as PDT, but uh, I mean, I came in there fully expecting it to be good in the first few rounds and then deteriorate. Which 
you know, I've said it from day one, you get that many riders, there's, there's really nothing you can do. You can, other than three sessions and clip it, you know what I mean? Like, and that's not realistic. I mean, we'd be there till six o'clock in the next morning, but, uh, I thought uh, you guys did a pretty good job. I wasn't stoked one time on, uh, on, in the cold weather mixed with water, but, uh, but you know, everybody's got to ride the track and, um, I thought we it was know. fun, man. I mean, you were like, are you mad at me? I'm like, dude, I'm not mad. I just was pissed off. You because were mad. You were being pissed. I was, you didn't even look at me when I you was, came off the track. Dude, you've got the schedule with like three back-to-backs. Well, me, three back-to-backs. So like, I wasn't about to be that guy. It's like, hey, can you move the whole schedule around for just for me? So like you said, I skipped it. But literally, I was in two races back-to-back, and then I had a gap to another one. So that's nothing for Renshaw. Once I heard what you were mad about, I'm like, Oh, he'll be fine. It wasn't even mad at you. I was just mad because like I watched you guys watered and like an idiot. I didn't make a single change to bike. I'm like, Oh, it won't be that bad. And and it wasn't like it was bad. I'm not saying that it was just that I wasn't prepared and, and poor old me, like I about cleaned out Darrell one time. It felt like, and I was like, Oh no, backing it down. Cause Number one, I don't like to clean anybody out. But two, if there's going to be somebody I'm going to wreck, it's damn sure not going to be Dan, Davey Durrell. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, I th- I thought they did a really good job with the track, man. And and we'll talk about, like, the races here in a minute. But, um, man, we had a uh, the guy Lloyd that was running the grader. He was legit. Like, that's what he does for a job. And they brought him in. And just he was so good on the grader and yeah it wasn't for lack of effort and they did a phenomenal job i posted a photo of what the track looked like on the Corey texter racing page on wednesday night and it was literally a lake like there was water there was like five yeah. inches of water in the infield it was it was a big task and uh yeah i'm I'm really happy with with the crew and uh and what they did but king of throwdown dude that was I was a little nervous taking away the practice night and I got some flack for it. I, I'm sure some riders didn't come cause we didn't have that open practice, but for me, it was honestly the, the number one priority with that was kind of saving the track a little bit, like that many bikes, three hours continuous, just beating and beating the track, no track prep, trying to give the riders as much practice as possible. It was just hammering the track for the weekend. And financially it was a bad decision because i didn't get all that practice money from all the riders you know like it's you know and i paid out fifty five hundred dollars for the king of throwdown deal so financially you know it's it wasn't like it wasn't good for me financially but i wanted to give everybody the best track possible and i wanted to put on a show a little bit like thursday we had uh this guy matt came in he volunteered his time to come in and play music he was the dj we had walkout music uh, Mike Caldell was, uh, he recommended him and man, that was added so much value to it. And I was nervous dude with that one verse one deal, but Holy shit, it was stacked. There was 38, I think 37, 38 riders. And, um, I suited up Joe cop suited up. There was a lot of guys that did that B Rob Rispoli that didn't race the rest of the weekend. So it added a lot of value and some of the matchups were, were really good. Oh my gosh, it was it was insane! Like I wish I could have been a part of it. I was, uh, well, I mean, I guess I was in a way. I I went out there and, and tried to qualify. I missed it by a few spots, but it was. Uh, I was honestly, I was one of the people that was probably like, oh man, like don't get me wrong, I understand why you didn't do practice, but like I wasn't like stoked on the one v one at first. Um, and this is like before we even got there. But then once like I, the system started rolling out, and like I don't know, I just I, I loved. It. I thought it was, I thought it was great. After that, it was one of them things where. I completely changed my mind and my mindset afterwards, even though I was bummed about not making it, I was still like, it was like, it was a badass show, man. It was a cool thing. So, um, you know, hats off to you on that. It's definitely different. And it's kind of like what the sport needs, like, you know, not comparing the two, but like at the clash, you know, I always try to do something weird or unique. Like sometimes I'll have a joker lane and just that kind of thing. And thinking outside the box is what the sport needs. I mean, yeah, the purest one, you know, six rider heat races and this and that, but like, I don't know. Like, I feel like as promoters, we need to keep pushing the bar to try and come up with more unique stuff to showcase the sport and also make it just unique, you know, and and give it your own flair. And I personally hope that you do that again. I mean, I hate that you, you know, clearly it wasn't a good financial decision because there's probably 200 riders that would have practiced if you had that. So you add up all that money, 200 times, roughly $20 plus all the other people that would have been there. So, um, you know, it was a gamble, but uh, the 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 excitement and the hype, and um, heck, you even let me get on the microphone for a little bit, so I got to blab my mouth some 
um, at the races. So it was fun. I thought it was awesome, dude. Yeah, and for those listening, basically what we did is we had 37 or 38. I, I got to check the count. We're just going to go 37. We had 37 uh, pro or former pro racers, and we all did two rounds of qualifying. I think it was one practice and two rounds of qualifying. So we did that. We went out, and then the top, the top 16 from – qualifying made the bracket and like you didn't make the bracket dude but like you were with some good company like sammy halbert didn't make the bracket trevor bruner zabala rispoli coast like it was really hard to make that bracket and yeah it's it's actually crazy how it how it turned out and and um man it was it was amazing like i was I had a really good time with it and just seeing the matchups and how it all played out it was it was epic. And the track was really good too. Like the track was, um, was awesome. So we did best out of three races. Um, was it four? Yeah, it was best out of three, four lap races. The higher seed got the pick first. And there was some surprises like in the first round alone, our number one seed, Cody cop, he got beat one round from, uh, our 16 seed Tyler Raggio. Like it was, it was perfect. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this is great. Like an underdog took him down and then they both crashed the one race. And like, it yeah. was, it was getting uh it was getting heated and yeah it was it was good and we we went all the way down to um uh the semifinals i think it was i'm not sure the semis were but the finals it was B-Rob versus Chase Sadhoff and uh Sadhoff ended up winning so it was i don't know rob like what were your i mean any surprises at the king the king of throwdown like it was i, I would say Bruce Evans was pretty surprising like he qualified second and he made it pretty far in the bracket. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was insane. I, I really enjoyed it. I, and I, and I participated, I, I made the bracket. I wrote my framer and yeah. made the bracket. And then I switched to, uh, the Husky that Chad was riding. The team wanted me to test it and hopped on at cold Turkey. I was up against Vanderkoy and, uh, I gave him, gave him a little bit of a run that second race there, but, um, man, it was, every matchup was stacked. Dude, you almost ended your career coming out of four. <laughs> <laughs> that was a textbook flying w and the cool thing was not only did you have it kicked out like normal style on the locks but then you wanted to show off for the fans so then you went and headed a right hand turn towards the bleachers on the locks. so <laughs> i was digging so we appreciate that <laughs> i wanted to put on a show <laughs> i wanted to take money away from everybody else and put it back in my pocket I, and I, <laughs> and it, yeah it only it, i got a little sporty but no nah, yeah it was whatever shit happened no man but but no, I, I didn't see any real surprises. Uh, I mean, well, like you said, Rusev Evans, I knew he's always been fast. You know, he just he had to put together, and uh, whether or not uh, he earned the nickname Waterboy from here on out, I'm not sure. But uh, but he 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 went out there and uh, had had a little bit of water in his tire, and and hey, hats off to him. It's an outlaw type event, so he made a, some symbols, and and it paid off. Uh, the um you know from a personal standpoint i was a little bummed that dalton had to go against chase for the first like his first knockout race but he got him one time but uh man dude chase man kid's the real deal dude i think uh i think this is his year to get some wins on the board and he's gonna be a i think he's gonna be a contender man so um i know uh it must have been stinging a little bit handing one of your little buddies so much cash this past weekend huh dude you you hand him some stacks <laughs> Yeah, he Good made out him. well. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like I like everyone's like, well, who are you rooting for? It's like, man, I'm I'm like friends with so many of these guys. Like B Rob, I've been friends with forever. And Chase, I used to mentor and he rode for my amateur team. And then, you know, Trent obviously is my, you know, I rider coach Trent. And then um uh James Ott and Chad Coast, I'm I'm managing the first impressions team for this year. So I'm want, I'm wanting them to do good. And then I have Cody Cobb and Briar's my brother-in-law and it's like fuck dude like um so I kind of just let the boys do their thing but yeah that final <laughs> yeah. was uh it was cool man like I, that was that was a good final B-Rob showed up and and Chase and honestly those matchups could have went it could have went anyway like um like you said yeah, Dalton and really Chase the first matchup and um you know I was bummed Jared kind of beat Jared beat me and then Jared went out and gave B-Rob all he could handle you know and it's yeah. like yep. and, you know it the matchups were everything and yeah, it ended up and then uh, ended up being really, really good. And, um, and Rue sevens didn't have an easy bracket either. Like I forget, he went up against Joe cop. He went up against Briar Bauman and then he went up against, uh, did he beat Trent too? No, I'm, I'm not sure exactly. I think chase beat him, but he didn't have an easy road like Rue sevens and he was, mm -hmm. he was picking them off. It was kind of, yeah, no, no, he had absolutely tough. Yeah. Man. So anyway, that was a, a huge success. I want to thank, 
Mission Foods, Jerry Stinchfield, Turner Racing, First Impressions Racing. Uh, I know I'm missing a, a bunch of people. Law Tigers, Dunlop Motorcycle Tires, everybody that helped kick in on that King of Throwdown uh, 1v1. Uh, yeah, Mike Caldell said- donated some extra money to make it up over. Turner, I think the yeah. winner. Yeah, Turner. Yeah, but I said Turner, I think. Uh, so For, they. Uh, Eric? Yeah, First Impressions. I said that. Yep. Yep. So it. It was up over, I think, two grand Chase walked away with. And everybody that made the bracket made a little bit of cash. So it was uh so it was good. But going into the races, man, it was uh, you know, like you said, it's it's so hard to prep a track for that many riders. And I thought the track honestly was the best it's ever been at that race. Um, we had this guy yeah. Lloyd come in with the grader. Um, he was grading it after every session. So, like a- after every like practice, he would grade, he would touch it with the grader heat races he would touch it with the grader and it's hard just to quote unquote touch it with the grader so like oh so hard grading is a big job and usually people fuck it up nine times out of ten more than they help it and every time that guy went out on the grader he helped the track make it better like you know i was out there all weekend long and the biggest stress for me with this whole event is the track prep like i want everybody to have a good fun safe track and the Florida sun watering it that many bikes. Like it's a Sandy track to begin with. If you watch video, the track was really good. Um, obviously some people, they want it smoother. They want it rougher. You didn't want water. Everybody else wanted water. It's like you're spinning around in circles, but other, you know, generally speaking, the track was really good. And I wanted to kind of run through these classes, Rob, I have the, uh, the classes in order. And I guess we'll just talk about some of the classes and go over that. Is that kind of how, yeah. where are you looking at Corey texter promotions? Yeah. Corey texter promotions.com. And then the, yeah. um, the winner throwdown results while you're looking up the uh, website, I'll shout out a couple more sponsors that make this happen week in and week out Yamaha motorsports and Yamaha racing, the new Yamaha 2023. I should get mine this week. I'm in Florida. I'm, I'm waiting for, waiting for that thing to get here. Tomac just, one of a one on it. So, you know, it's good. Uh, check out their website, Yamaha motorsports.com motorcycle, ATV side-by-side snowmobile and power products. Yamaha revs your heart and excuse me, Indian motorcycle. want to give a shout out to Indian motorcycle since 1901. Indian motorcycle has been the choice of riders who make their own rules. FTR rallies, scout, Bob, scout, Bobber, scout, 60 chief roadmaster, the challenger, big supporters of so much in racing and they're still helping out flat track. They're, they're helping out the riders. They're heavily involved in Moto America. They're coming off a championship last year. Make sure you uh, go test ride an Indian, like just give it a whirl. Like those bikes are phenomenal. If I could pick a street bike right now, I would, I would love to get one of those scouts, man. They're, they're sick. And the FTRs too, man, the new FTRs are, are really cool as well. So um, hopefully one of these days you'll see me cruising around on a, on an Indian motorcycle, but yeah, Rob, you got those results up. Yeah, we'll I'm up. ready, dude. Let's do it. I'm on, right. are we on Friday? Are we doing yeah. ovals or what are we doing? Uh, no, we'll go over Friday. I just have the results here. Actually, I just lost it, but I'll bring it up right now as we talk. And the first one is, uh, is, uh, is, is my little guy cruise, uh, the P the 50 shaft. And I was bummed. We didn't have a lot of entries on this one. And, uh, you see that a lot in the 50 classes right now. It's hit or miss with, uh, entries. I know up North, like Medina and square deal, they have a lot of, a lot of 50 cc's the the pws and and that's awesome so it's a class that i really like um it's, the rules are kind of wonky they've like they they, they kind of like changed a bunch over the years what you're allowed and what you're not allowed and i think people are just like fuck the pws like i'm not i'm not even going that route i'm just gonna jump on a chain bike right away you know so yeah. um but, but generally speaking uh yeah cruz had a really good battle really good battles with this uh the michael hall kid all weekend that kid's a really good moto kid i I remember him last year and they they're like a top i think they're like a top five moto kid in the country so for that competition i was stoked like the dad was hitting me up prior to the event i'm like i was really excited you know win or lose that cruise had some competition but yeah it was uh it, it got a little heated there the second night um it was uh <laughs> it was interesting for sure and i guess like i don't really need to stress on it too much on this podcast but believe it's all documented if anybody anybody, there's plenty of social media to look at yeah and i thought about not posting anything and dude it's not like it's not like i don't i don't even know the people like i mean i like i said i've had one conversation one couple conversations with him prior to the race he came last year but otherwise like they're moto kids so i don't know anything about them but um they get the the dad is he's a passionate guy i'll just say that he's passionate (laughs) he uh 
he was, you know, he, he, come on boy. Like he's, you know, he's, he's a passionate peewee dad. And, you know, Cruz was, I think Cruz had more speed than him all weekend. Cruz could kind of, he wasn't getting as good a start. So he would kind of catch him in both heat races and he rolled around him and he won. And, um, the kid's a little bit older than Cruz. So off the line, he was just getting better starts. And, uh, I lined up Cruz on the inside of the second day. And as we were taking, you know, we're all standing there, like all the dads, um, uh, Ethan Chandler's dad, Colby and Grimal's dad. And I'm standing there and I mean, <clears throat> PWs aren't that loud. Like there, you can hear people talking easily <laughs> on P-dubs and I'm sitting there on the line. I hear the dad say, turn left on the start and take out his front wheel. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just hear? <clears throat> I'm sitting there and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no way he said that. And then he said it again. He said it a couple of times. And then I like walked off the track and I I had to like, I'm worried about my cruise racing. Like I was like, no way. And then, um, Mr. Grime was like, man, I can't believe he said that. That's fucking bullshit. And I'm like, that is bullshit. So when the guy walked by and I'm the promoter, so I'm in a hard spot. I'm like, bro, that was bullshit. And he, the first thing he said was, is it illegal? And I'm like, okay, so that's how we're. <laughs> oh, well. So then like, that's pretty much all I, all I said, like, you know, at the time, that's all I said, Ken Salant was standing there from AMA and which was good. I'm glad he was out there, but, um, I just told the guy, I'm like, bro, that's bullshit. We don't teach that stuff here. And, um, you know, you're not welcome back at any of our races. Like I don't need kids trying to snipe other kids on the line. And as soon as he took off on the line, he hooked an immediate left. And it's like, you could see where his eyes were in the video. You could see exactly what he was doing. And he just kind of chopped his front wheel. Um, they, there was contact. Like he hit his, he hit his front wheel. Thankfully Cruz saved it. Cause if he fell, that would have been a whole fucking other story. And then, yeah, it was one of them things. They tried to justify it and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's whatever. People can believe what they fucking want to believe. I don't know why I would ever make anything that crazy up. Like I would never go, if I'm going to make something up, that would be a fucking Hail Mary. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't believe it myself. So it's a bummer. Um, you know, the results for me at this level, people, I mean, I'm, obviously I'm a hardcore peewee dad. I love the journey, but the results are not that important to me. Like, and they're like, oh, you're a sore loser. I'm like, come on. I don't, I do not care about the result. <laughs> like I literally give yeah. the number one plate off my bike to the guy that beats me. Um, both times I've lost the championship. Like I losing is way better. Like I'm, I'm glad Cruz is learning how to lose. Like, I, you know, it's, you got to learn that because people that they do well constantly when they're young, it catches up to them big time down the road. So yeah, blah, blah, blah. It is what it is. It's over with. I was pissed off. Uh, I don't regret anything I fucking posted or said. I wish the kid well. I wish the dad well, man, the family. Um, yeah, people can just think what they want. But like I said, well, I don't know why I would make that up or or the uh, the people that were standing there. Like they they said something first, like the other parents. I didn't even, you know, I, I didn't say anything until they did. So um yeah the kid's really fast moving forward and uh yeah the 50 class like we need to get more entries in it but uh yeah it was good uh, ethan chandler got third and memes little mia uh grimal she was fourth rob so yeah any uh, right. yeah i don't know i think that's it really I, much more else to talk about there. no no i mean you, you you cover it all i mean i i agree with everything you said as a as a friend as a parent of a kid that sometimes races and as a fellow promoter i mean you you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it would have been the same thing. You know, I'm, I'm a little more hot headed. So I started, I was looking up in the stands with me and Katie were up in there and I was just kind of making sure everything's going good on her end, which obviously, you know, she told me to shut up and she's working, but I'm like, what's Corey doing? He's getting a little testy down there. And I'm like, Oh, Cruz is crying. And so I was like, Oh no, Cruz must have wrecked. Cause you know, I had just gotten up there and I missed everything. And, and then, uh, <laughs> I walked down there and you guys kind of fill me in. And honestly, the, realistically, the most bummed out I was, is that it kind of, scared Cruz to where he was, you know, a little, he was visibly upset and, and he didn't want to race. He didn't want to race. Yeah. He was, yeah. yeah, I know the kids, they, they should be out there having fun. You know, they shouldn't be worried about, I mean, they should, but they shouldn't be have to worry about their safety or somebody else taking them out. I mean, you shouldn't even have to worry about somebody in the expert class taking you out much less. That's what I mean. Racing's already dangerous to, to do stuff like that. And, and whatever, dude, like it's, like I said, people can believe or say what they want, but I, me trying to explain to my five-year-old who just turned five a couple months ago, like trying to explain to him what happened. He's like, dad, why'd that, why'd he turn left on the start? Like he's never experienced that. He didn't know what the fuck was going on and he didn't want to go out in the Cobra. He was like, well, people are trying to take me out. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a whole nother topic. So anyway, it, oh. it is what it is and we'll move on from it. But, um, 
it was Dude. a shit show. It was a shit show. So, um, well, but whatever. Along, we got uh, do you 60, look at sixty-five? 65, Sixteen, man, that's a big. That's a big. And I'm looking at the results in the first night, and and I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. I don't know if this was the race I was announcing or what, but I ruined this poor kid's name. I don't know if it's. I, I called him McLage, Mac Luggage, like just everything. And uh, but dude, he went one and one on the night. Uh, the settles always a uh, um, front runner sixty five class. Those kids are going to be handfuls when they get going to eighty fives. And uh, and Durrell, and it was funny because when Katie was signing up everybody pre entry, she's like, "How many Durrells are there?" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't know, man. Every time there's a new one that comes out of the ballpark." So <laughs> Davy Davy's been a busy busy in his post race career but uh um jackson brown from california that was awesome some more california kids made over and uh jaden nick and drown up the top five so that kid's another one that's uh that's getting better and better and better and i think they're already kind of training on 85 when they move up so uh but yeah, man, just so rolling it's, on uh, down the list too it's so actually many riders. it's actually mccullage so it's mac mccullage and his his dad chris was actually and he still does it, but he's one of the top jet ski racers like in the country. He was a factory Monster Energy Kawasaki jet ski racer. And then Mac actually. I heard that name. Okay. All yeah, right. And Mac actually wins uh, Moto America um, mini cup races. Like he's a racer. I knew racer. that too. Yep. yep. So I've, I've seen the name. I've just never heard it pronounced. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I could just feel the parents probably. And I hope they're not, but it no, was, I wasn't ruining on purpose, but I just started having fun with it because I was like, man, I've already butchered it. I like Mac luggage. That's really, that's really Mac funny. luggage. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I'm trying to announce the races and, and sorry, kids. I mean, a lot of these kids do race some of my events too, but you know, I, I, I don't have the, uh, the complete memory bank there to, to remember everybody's name, but I won't mess that one up again. Cause that kid clearly, he beat, dude, this is a stacked class, man. So, uh, shout out to him. That was awesome. And then, uh, well, looking here, looking here too, real fast, we'll move to that one. Cause we're pressed on time, but there's the the first eight kids. They're from uh. There's seven different states. The first seven kids are all from different states: Florida, Illinois, South Carolina, yeah. California, Virginia, that. Ohio, Pennsylvania. Like, that's just, badass. Yeah, and then there's a Wisconsin in there. There's a New York. There's a Louisiana. Louisiana. Um, pretty pretty damn awesome. So, moving to the fifty chain, Jaden Nickens, like you said on the sixty, he's he's really young. Like, I think he might be, he might be seven or turning eight soon. Like he's, he's really young. So for him to do that well in the 60 and then, uh, obviously, um, and we'll talk about the whole, like, generally we're not going to go Friday and Saturday, but over the weekend, Jaden was, he was the class of the field on the 50 chain. And, 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 and there was some good, like that class was stacked too, like Thomas Shavera from yeah. California and, uh, LeBlanc and Ella, uh, Skylar Laux, um, there were some really good kids in that 50 chain class. And I really like that class. Um, moving forward, that class is, I, I don't know, but all the 50 classes are like, they're just a pain kind of, but this one is, uh, I like it better than the PW one. It's just like more easy going, but yeah, that was, that was a good class to watch over the weekend. We had a lot of really good riders in that class. For sure. Uh, for sure. And then well, super every, every, every class was stacked, dude, every class don't, don't sell it short man. every freaking class. The third round was stacked. So it was stacked. Uh, I got super mini Rob. You wanna? There was some. This class is is just insane. And then super mini and the eighty five cc. It's pretty much the same kids. And I mean, it's it's like as cutthroat as you can get in the youth classes. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, it's cool too. Another California rider, Schaefer. I I didn't. I'm not up on all the the mini kids, especially the West Coast. I mean, it's as far away from me as you can get. But. uh Dude, it's it's cool to see people from California come over too and race and then, and even win because you know I tell people all the time like with with PDT like if you can go fast and run up front at PDT you can run up front anywhere and then this kid clearly uh, he he got got a grip on the track and uh, Schaefer because looking at Reagan Hanson Brooks Jakes I mean those alone right there are riders that have won big eighty five races all over the South and East Coast and Midwest and everything so. Um, it's cool though because it kind of lets you know who's out there before nationals. Because I'm assuming that Schaefer, with this kind of performance, is going to be going to nationals, and I know he's going to have his hands full with you know Reagan and uh, Brody, who's man, that kid's getting better and better all the time. I mean, it's almost like he's got racing in his bloodline somehow, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny Coolbet's nephew, Brody Hansen, and Colton Schaefer. Man, I like that. I, I like that kid a lot. He was 
so he's on the podium. I'm sitting there and he's like giving the other guys, the other riders advice on like what his line choices were. I, I wanted to tell him, yo, bro, shut up. Like he's giving them advice. <laughs> like, yeah, off the of turn two, I was doing this. And I'm like, I'm like, this is a nice kid, man. He's, he's helping out his competition. And he was on a gas gas, which was cool. Um, you don't see like a lot of gas gases in that, in that class. And um, yeah, I think he ended up winning both championships uh, at Colton Schaefer. So yeah, that was uh, really cool to see. I like to see the California boys do well. It's just such a far trip to get over here. And your buddy, Mike Vito, my buddy, he he brings all the, all the bikes over and all the kids, they fly in. And every year we have more California kids show up and I love it, man. I think we have more Cali yep. kids that come out to our event than the amateur nationals at this point. So it's, it's really cool to, uh, to see that, um, moving forward, Rob, we're, like I said, we're going to go through these pretty quick open novice, uh, Adam Costin. I, I did get a little bit of heat for letting Bud man ride the open novice, but it was his first, uh, two fifty race. He's been really, you know, he's won championships on the 85s, but jumping up to the 19 inch wheels. I'm like, eh, yeah, I'll let, I'll let you do it yeah, for the first I mean, race. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it does, it makes sense though. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. He's a fast 85 kid, but, but dude, you, you got to realize that, you know, it's a big, step moving to the big wheel bikes uh so i don't see any issue with it yeah he won i mean he's he's not a novice racer but he's a novice on a big, big wheel style bike and and i promise you you know knowing uh knowing uh ron wooden they're not out there collecting trophies they're actually out there collecting you know information and, and seat time so yeah you know uh, it's not like he's going to be you know a, a novice forever i mean he's he's already very fast but uh I like, I like that open class novice too. class. Yeah, I, mean, I like yep. it. <laughs> it's a great class, man, because, you know, you look, you got you got a full 12 rider field. So clearly a lot of kids, I mean, and, and no offense, but as a fairly new beginner, and then you stack up against Renshaw and Fanders and, and some of these other kids that basically you're turning pro lap time. I mean, so it gives them a chance. It gives to them a chance the, to make the rain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. So no, a hundred percent love class. And, uh, and yeah, man, great class. Um, uh, another uh, California rider, uh, Bitte, finished top five, so that's that's cool. I'm another. looking at uh, CJ Harris, Rob. He's the owner and operator of Pax Motocross Track, and he, him and his son came out to to do the races. He's never flat-tracked in his life, and the open novice class was perfect for CJ. He's a good moto guy, and he made both main events, So, um, but he wouldn't have made the open amateur you know, main events. So for him to get main event experience was uh was really cool and then we have two ladies in the class i'm looking at friday's results we had delaney miller and megan grimel um grimel um shit i gotta figure out which way to say that (laughs) i go to their house all the time they're really good people and good friends of mine Uh, i think it's grimel it's grimel so yeah two uh two ladies in that class is uh is good to see as well uh delaney has been training over here with us a lot too with, with dalton she you know it's funny she's a she, she doesn't have a whole lot of experience. Um, she just started riding, you know, a year and a half ago, and she's already moved up to a 250. But, uh, but yeah, this is a perfect another perfect class for her too, because you know I don't want her. She did a 252, but uh, we don't want you know we don't want to send her out there brand new, you know, into the open am class. It's a little tough. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 50, 50 plus. plus, dude. This one is this one's a doozy. <laughs> Uh, so know, you, it is, man. But when you have a guy like David Earl at the top of the vet class charts, it's like Mike Brown and Moto. It's like, fuck, what do you do? I mean, it's uh, David Earl, Greg Boyle, and Mike Vital. Like the top three are like former pro. I don't know if Vital ever went pro, but he's a great 50 plus or 40 point, you know, one of the best in the country. And Greg Boyle was yeah. a pro, and um, Darrell obviously was a podium, podium rider in the GNC Camel Pro days. and you have the other Boyle, Walt Bevins, Monty Klein. You have Darren Phillips, who is Dude, fucking did you miss on the Bob throttle. Weiss? Oh, Bobby Weiss. Yeah, he was a pro. Dude, Bobby how Weiss can you miss Weiss? Dude, yeah, the Maroney's team in yeah. the house. Bobby Weiss. Love yeah, he, when I turned rookie, like, I was young. That Bobby used to beat me all the time. Like, Bobby was fast. Like, he, I mean, he's still fast. <laughs> he won 60-plus championship. But, yeah, Bobby used to whip my ass as, like, a 17-year-old kid just turning local, local expert. So that was uh, – that was a really cool class. I was uh, stoked on that. And then moving in the open amateur, I think we had 48 or 49 open amateur riders. Wow. And we, we took 12 to the main. And looking at this list, I mean, it's it's the fastest amateur kids in the country from Braden Fanders, Logan yeah. Eisenhard, Walker, Evan Renshaw, Little Vanderkoy, Cage Tadman, Shelton Brooks, Reddington, Cole Jose, 
uh, Luke Baird, Jeremiah, you know, dude, it's, it's stacked. And, and uh, I will like, I'm a little biased on Evan. Obviously I, I helped train him. He lives with me during the winter. He, you know, he's, that's my, it's my second kid. So for him and I, and this year, like anything to do with amateur open amateur, I just stepped away. I'm like, Dale, my referee, I'm like, you take any, any sort of calls on this. Cause I'm not even looking at what you guys are talking about. And, uh, and Evan ended up, he swept the whole weekend. He won all the amateur races. He won the vintage and he won the dash for cash. So, um, so that was really cool to see. And it's not easy beating like Braden and Walker and Walker's young, dude, that kid's a, he's going to be a problem here, dude. Like he's, Oh yeah. No, he's that's, quick. that's my kid. <laughs> yeah, he's That's quick. my kid, man. Dude, Alabama slammer. That kid is, uh, he's got a bright future, but obviously he's got to figure out how to beat Renshaw and these other kids too. Well, Renshaw, but, uh, he'll be going yeah, pro. He'll be going pro here next year. I think Walker, he might only be 13, 12, 13. I think he might be 13, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're really cool, really cool family. And, want to give the uh the porters a shout out they actually hauled a pw50 back to alabama for me for uh to get yep. it get it ready for uh for the season so i appreciate them uh 450 expert this these classes were there was like 35 to 40 guys and in, in the expert classes as well and i don't know man it's pretty stacked St- uh sadhoff bauman cody cop gotier trent Lowe, vandercoy justin jones trevor bruner mishler raggio billy ross um, and these classes, there was pretty much, I, there was like four or five guys who stood above the rest. I mean, if you're looking to hear Sadhoff, Bauman, Cody Dalton only rode the first day, but he was right in that upper tier and Trent Lowe, he made huge, huge gains over the weekend. And yeah, those classes were, were really cool, man. And the pros are a pain in the ass. Like, uh, I'm glad I was never a pro because damn, they're, they're a pain in the ass, dude. They're coming up too much water, water it. You know, I have cool bets. <laughs> Cool Beth is texting me. Hey, can you throw like I have I got more texts and more, you know, from the so I guess I know how you feel when you're uh when you when you were doing your races and I would always text you. It was like, come on, guys, like we're paying good money, but it's not you're not gonna be a millionaire when you leave here. But yeah, it was it was good racing in those classes. Uh yeah, sorry, I got you're good, dude. Side sidetrack. Hold on, there's a there's a dude uh Apparently, one of our guys was pulled in here, and he thought he's gonna get lippy. So I was gonna have to let you go for a minute, but I'm back. He pulled out. He, <laughs> he didn't want this smoke. He saw. He saw. Was I'm sitting here in the like you can see me straight from the parking lot, and I'm like, am I about to get up, and go outside or not? <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, dude, the pro expert class, dude. It, I mean, sorry, I know you're done, but I was sidetracked. But uh, looking at this thing, my uh, my my hat goes off to uh, Santero, man. He. Uh, I honestly, I didn't even recognize him with the two-digit number, but that kid, uh, he got an eighth here. But I'm gonna give him the uh, my my reward, dude, because that's a tough race to make. And I'm not saying he's a nobody by any means, but you know that is that it the toughest main event to make in the country? Because like a lot of the guys were like, dude, it is like the toughest to make, um, just because like you have to win your heat. If you don't win your heat, you don't make the main. So you got to win your yeah, heat no, in all the expert tough. classes, and then you got to be. There's two rows in the semis, and you got to be or the three semis and you got to be top two in the semi. Like it's, yeah, it's, 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 hard. it's hard. It's hard to it is very difficult to make this main. And, uh, um, I mean, it, it, hundred percent, like it, it's one, I mean, I haven't raced that class for a long time, but I've made what one, maybe two mains and it's only getting harder. So like, I don't yeah. even sign up anymore because number one, I, I can't, but two, it's like, I'm not even disappointed because I don't want to, I'd, I'd much rather watch these guys than get beat by them. <laughs> Yeah. Um, 30 plus dude. That was, uh, that was a good one for you. It was, uh, you won the, yeah. won the championship. You won the championship in all three classes, right? 30 plus 40 plus hooligan. And then vintage, you, you broke the first day, but you won three championships. Yeah. 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 No, I wouldn't have, uh, I, yeah, I'm a little bummed out. I think, uh, Reddington, I was watching him. I, uh, he, me and him had a good little battle. He's from Jacksonville. I guess he's an STTA guy, but I've he's I've from like uh, New England, but now he lives down here. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, he's a good rider. But man, he had yeah, he's a very good rider. He had like a long low slide into three, and and it took him a minute to get up. So I don't know if he hurt his shoulder or his leg or what. But I was really bummed that he wasn't there the second day because broke his collarbone. Man, he, yeah, he broke his. Collarbone. Oh, was it? He oh, broke dang. it the second day in uh, the last qualifier. Like he qualified yeah. for the amateur dash for cash, and and then he ended up yep. yeah shattering his collarbone and. He was like, "Hey man, yeah. do I still get my dash for cash money?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I'll give you the dash money for making a dash." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So now it's stacked, dude. You have Kyle Snyder, who was a former pro. DJ Slosser is a former pro. 
uh chandler was uh, a really good amateur racer you know when he was younger and still rides rides really well and bo woodrick um yeah i mean Evan it's, it's, it's morano andrew morano he was on the maroni's bikes he was i didn't i didn't really know that guy that well but he was fucking pretty sandy like that guy was yeah fast, he is very so. good i kept looking back on the hooligan and i'm like shit man like i can't even relax this dude's like right <laughs> there yeah, two fifties. A lot of the same kids as open amateur four fifty m, but you throw in like the uh, the rider Reese's who isn't on a four fifty yet. Uh, Cage Tadman, I think Cage ended up winning the uh, championship. I think Walker won the first day and Cage won the second day. And uh, yeah, the two fifty classes are are really cool. And I wish I you know I had I could do two 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 quantity number two fifty classes so they wouldn't have to ride open am um but uh but yeah there's just it's not feasible but no these kids were were hauling ass and looking at the the cities again like there's like man there's so many the variety of people that new york alabama california maryland so those classes were my microphone's getting all weird that that class was was really fun to watch and actually tadman robbed the second day in the dash for cash uh he got second he gave Renshaw all he could handle and he was on the 250 so uh, that was that was really cool to see that that like the battle two fifty four fifty. So, all righty, we are moving into the vintage class. Uh, vintage class was uh was pretty interesting. There was obviously the vintage class is is most of the time it's it's like younger. Or, I'm sorry, <laughs> older. I think Rob bailed on me. I think he's going to the bathroom, but he uh <laughs> it's fucking what Rob does. He just like leaves. He texts me. I'll be right back. Uh, vintage class was was awesome. Uh, I love the vintage class. I, I my vintage class. I know there's most vintage classes. They're real strict on you know. There's vintage heavyweight, vintage middleweight, vintage light heavyweight. It's like a fucking boxing leagues. Like I don't know the vintage rules as well as I should. So I have a vintage class. It's 19, 1986 and older. And uh, I wanted Evan like the Rotex. There, it's a legal vintage bike now, which is blows my mind, but. I wanted Evan actually, I, I actually reached out to Chris Hawkins. I wanted him to ride a bull taco. So first and foremost, it was like, Hey, it'd be cool for you to ride a 252 stroke bull taco in the vintage class. And he didn't have any available. He had some other riders on him. So I'm like, all right, well, fuck dude, let's get you a Rotex and you can ride a Rotex and in, in the vintage. And I'm sure the vintage guys, it's uh they already got Davey Durrell and Robbie Bobby and it. it's already stacked and you throw, you throw a, uh, Renshaw and then the second day Brandon Fanders found a vintage bike so the vintage class was uh was a lot more sporty than it typically is but yeah it was uh really good racing and I I personally I I hate riding a Rotex like I I get I'm I'm pretty open about it people on the pod always give me crap you don't like Rotex it's like nah dude I hate Rotexes so and then Evan was like this thing feels so weird because <laughs> he's just turned 15 he's never ridden like I don't even know if he's ridden like a legit air-cooled bike you know minus like a like a little bike, but, uh, a Rotex. Yeah. It was, yeah, he, uh, he won and Robbie Bobby gave him all he could handle the second day on the bull taco. And it was good racing for sure. And the vintage class had a lot of, a lot of really good riders and a good mix of different bikes. Like we had a hooligan bike out there. That was a vintage, some Yamaha TT 500s, uh, so Kawasaki bull. I don't know what the hell Bova, Johnny Bova, Johnny Bova, Bova. I always call him Boo Bova. I don't know what he was on. Some sort of some sort of Kawasaki. Uh 40 plus again. Uh it's a lot of the same people as uh 30 plus and 50 plus, but Darrell, Robbie McClendon, Rob was second the first day. And this is the one he was pissed off about. He he did not come to the <laughs> I wasn't he that not, he did not come to the podium. <laughs> but uh I was oh my yeah. god. I'm never gonna hear the end of that one. It's fine, dude. It's it the proof's in the picture. Uh Stack class. I like had this, a perfect stand-in, though. I had a perfect stand-in. She did a great job. Way better class looking than might me. have been more stacked than the fifty than the thirty plus. Actually, I mean, I don't. You had Raggio, who's a former pro. Greg Boyle, Kill Kenny, Mike Vital, Mellinger, who won races here last year. Uh, Walt Bevins, Gary Boyle, like that. This class is. This is like I'll be in this class in not that many years. Like I can ride. I can't wait. Plus. Punting your ass. You'll be in 50 plus, my dude. You won't even be in 40. Oh my God. Dave, you'll still be kicking my ass. Dave, you'll be in <laughs> 70 plus and still whooping our asses. So, still could make a national probably. Uh, rolling through here pretty quick. Uh, Renshaw, 450 amateur. He he won. Uh, Sheldon Brooks was a second, dude. That's that's pretty awesome. Jeremiah Showtime. Snow, he's a local Maryland kid, came down for the first time and he uh finished third the first day. And 
Yeah, just rolling through these. I know there's so many classes. Mad Dog. Want to give a shout out to Megan Grammel. She was way, way on it, man. She was hauling the ass. And their dad, uh, Kent, he builds all their Mad Dog bikes uh, in in their garage. He does all the work. He He's a full-time pilot for United Airlines. So he, he flies jets. And his schedule is crazy. And he does does a lot for his girls and uh yeah it was really cool to see her win um well deserved she crashed leading the heat race like she was leading and she crashed yeah and then she came back <laughs> threw it away yeah threw it yeah. away chase did it too one time chase was yeah, leading one yeah. of the heat races and he freaking tipped her over um yeah 85s talked about 85s a little bit already but colton schaefer he won that championship 60 plus, which was a late addition. I added that in. Um, I had a bunch of the guys, hey, can you add 60 plus? I'm like, if you get me a good group of entry entries, I would love to have a 60 plus. I had it last year and not a lot of guys signed up. And this year they held true to their word. They they signed up yeah. and uh and Rob Bob Weiss was the was the overall winner. And I saw Pat Maroney there. I know he's 60 plus and he kind of hinted he was gonna ride and he didn't ride. I was, I, I didn't sleep that first night. I'm like, man, I really thought Pat was going to ride. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. So, uh, but it was still really, really good racing from, from the, the quote unquote older guys. Oh, for sure, man. That, and that, they did the same thing to me at, at the clash. Like, Hey, we want a 60 plus. I'm like, well, guys don't have any awards or championship belts or nothing. They're like, we don't give a shit. Just give us our money back or something. I'm like, well, all right, if you guys got enough to do it and damn, if they didn't show up, man. So, uh, so yeah, cool, cool to see the old dudes man because it's funny you talk to them and they're like we're not trying to race against them fucking young assholes i'm like god they're like 50 and 55 years old they're not that young but like when you talk to the 60 plus guys they act like the young bucks and the 50 plus class are just reckless and they need their own class so i'm like all right we'll do it if you guys give me some support <laughs> yeah yeah I, I always think that's funny too i mean all the vet classes are stacked like there is no easy route, guys, anymore. Even the 60-plus is stacked. So, And especially winter throwdown. Like I've said before, if you're looking for an easy race to come attend, this ain't it. Like, you know, if you want to go to your local race and brag to your beer buddies that you got second, but you're really not a second-place guy, you're not going to do that at winter throwdown. Like, if you make the main and you're on the podium, you're a bad fucking dude or, or lady. Like, it's not... In your class? Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. for sure. We got two more here to talk about. I'll let you take this one because... You were, uh, it was a big, big surprise. A lot of these hooligan guys to see you on a hooligan bike and talk about how that <laughs> went down and your redemption from, uh, I guess we have to bury Charlotte. Like we can't bring up Charlotte anymore. You oh fully, my gosh, man. You redeemed yourself. So, they're just so funny, man. Like, uh, the Michael Locke fan club was messaging and we were back and forth. And I'm like, dude, I mean, I used to race one of these big old pigs, like back in Oh two. And I'm like, what was it like? A year or two ago, uh, Roland Sands group came to Charlotte, and I was like, oh, I'm going to put a knife together. It can't be that hard. These hooligans, they all handle like shit. But, well, I learned real quick that, uh, you know, 800 degrees of swing arm angle, and, and it was taller than a stock 450. But, uh, anyway, um, yeah, Tepper messaged me and said, hey, uh, Corey said you might ride a hooligan. And I'll be honest, I was like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I know his bikes are, are decent. or they're, I knew they were decent. It wasn't like, you know, I was saying they're pieces of shit or nothing. But I was like, man, I just don't know because I got Dalton. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it, man. It's the throwdown. Like, like those guys in the hooligan class at the throwdown, they're fast freaking dudes. And my goal is to just, you know, make the main, to be honest with you, because I hadn't ridden one of these things. And, dude – pulling onto the track I'm like oh this thing's big and heavy going to turn one i was like you know what i'm just gonna send her off into turn three and uh and damn man the bike worked awesome man i was very pleasantly surprised we didn't do a single thing to that bike all weekend except for uh i broke off the uh air filter housing that kind of bolts the carburetor on so i don't know if it was running lean or if i was gonna blow it up or what but mark shit he came down there with a spare and we put it back together and i was like maybe i don't need to lean on the 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 uh the air filter too hard anymore but uh yeah it was great dude i got that uh slosser from beaver dam uh he uh i don't think i've ever i don't know if i've raced against him before but man he he was right there uh raggio uh was right there and of course you can't count kill kenny and uh and ludlow and quail i mean it, it was gonna be tough man I, I knew it but uh great man the bike worked perfect uh and I proved I can still maybe throw around a hooligan. So, all in all, <laughs> what do you mean you proved you can hooligan. still throw around a hooligan? Your first attempt was not not great. This was like showing that you can throw. And I, dude, I 
Well, I, I, someone asked, I think it was my, my buddy, Eric Hartley. He, he asked me, he's like, Hey, who are you picking to win? I said, Robbie, Bobby, <laughs> like I, <laughs> I got full faith in you, dude. And you were asking me about the bike and I've ridden that hooligan bike. I'm like, dude, it's, it's sick. Like I, when I rode it, it was, you yeah. know, I wasn't much slower on it than I was my, my Cali twin that I've done well on. So. Well, the last time I actually rode like a sportster, I think was, well, you know what? I completely forgot. So Man, I, I've been telling a lie. I actually got to ride the pickle tracker from Rolling Sands at uh, the Paris race, and I made the main event there, but they forgot the sprockets for that bike. So I was stuck either bogging or like on the chip, like in the middle of the corner. So, uh, so I do have some Sportster hooligan experience. I, I feel like a big liar because I literally just was like, man, I know I've ridden a Sportster before, but uh, the last time I really, really raced one was back in the Sportster series. And, uh, um, it was funny cause I went down and talked to Maroney. He's like, dude, I have, or I had one of your old bikes, like with the accidental custom frame up front. And, uh, they're like, Oh yeah, I remember, you know, cause I remember like, dude, you used to call 1-800-FASTHOG.com and I would wear those guys out cause I had no clue how to work on a Harley. I'll be working on Hondas and KTMs and <clears throat> Triumphs. So I had to obviously get a whole new set of tools and shit. But, uh, anyway, bring uh, lots of drink. Bring lots of drain pans when you're working on a Harley. Lots of drain pans. Yeah. Uh, it looks sure. like well, there dude, was a Harley's here, dude, right? Like, I see one Triumph Ludlow and the rest. One Triumph. Yeah. At least on Everything the brands else. here. No, no, no. List. There was a couple Indians. I don't know if they made the main or not, but I did see a couple Indians out there. But, okay. uh, dude, it was, I mean, you had to make the main in the Harley class too, the, or the, the hooligan class. I mean, every, every class is damn near had a semi. Well, we just didn't see a lot of the KT. I know, like, the hooligan class is kind of getting out of hand with some of these these other brands. And I see guys that are on quote unquote hooligan bikes. I'm like, dude, like J honestly, James Rispoli's, um, like the Wally Brown KTM, technically it's legal for hooligan rules. And it's like, Holy shit. Yeah, dude, he I got, he got, he got third in a super twins race from the third. Can you row. imagine Rispoli <laughs> coming out there to the throwdown? Like, I don't know, know uh, dude. Like, I don't think the KTM is, I think the Harley at the throwdown is like the best hooligan bike. I'm not saying like, you would have beat Rispoli, but it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been a walk in the park for him. Like you were going really good on that bike. And I just don't think the KTM, it's not like heaps better than the Harley at that track. Like I think the Harley no, like is the short track. Yeah, it was, it was good. So I love the hooligan class. I've been a hooligan fan since day one. I, the, the guys are all really friendly, really awesome. And, you know, I give them a good, try to give them a, a decent purse every year. And, want to give a shout out to like Boswell's Harley Davidson and wall tigers. And those that kind of support the hooligan class shop, race. shop date, yeah, man. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're huge supporters every year. They're the first people, uh, Dawn and Josh to, uh, Same. Hey, we're on board. We want to help out again. And yep. yeah, what, what they do every, every year is just like, it's just awesome. And they're really, really cool people. So anybody hooligan related, if you need like something for your bike, they make all kinds of, you know, bar risers and, um, you know, I've gotten, uh, man, I've gotten a lot of different things from them. They can make like different yeah. kind of brackets and they sell tires, I think. So yeah, they're, shop just, they're just awesome people. They're just great people. And, and so is Boswell's and all the other hooligan supporters are just yeah. you know, giving a quick shout out to, uh, to John. They do the same thing at the clash, man. And, and this year we're going to do some different stuff because, uh, we didn't get a whole lot of hooligan support at our event this year, but, uh, and, and part of that's on, on me too. So I'm going to step up my program for those guys too. Cause we really do love having hooligans, uh, at all the events. I mean, it's, they put on a show. It doesn't matter what. And, and God forbid, if you can get Ludlow there, you know, there's going to be some kind of fireworks or show. He'll show up <laughs> on the staging area. He wasn't going to come. Right? He was bitching about his shoulder or something. He like got hurt. I'm like, bro, suck it up. You're not being very hooligan right now. And then he, of course he shows up with a cigarette in his mouth. I'm like, yeah, you could couldn't keep you away we like to see it so uh and then the last class rob open expert just a lot of really good race and these guys are racing for quite a bit of money in this class and and it was it was really cool to really cool to see that and i honestly like i would like to pay more but i'm an ama sanctioned major national race and and there's a limit to what i can pay and over the course of the each day and man we were right on the limit every year we're just like flirting with the limit and and uh, i like i said i like to give these boys a good chunk of money and and then for, uh, I think Cody won, he, Cody might've won both these open expert mains and, uh, Briar ended up winning the, uh, the Randy Texer Memorial dash for cash, which was really emotional for me. And then he, you know, of course, Briar, he, he got emotional on the podium and I was like, fuck, here we both are looking like, you know, <laughs> it's emo emotional people just, but it honestly, that's, what's good about the sport is we, we can show those emotions. And for him to win that dash, just 
couple, you know, a few weeks after losing his mom and he's married to Shane. I don't know. It was just, again, I try not to be biased at my races. I try to try to like, um, and I'm fair, like I, I'm not unfair with it, but just showing the emotion when like people that I'm friends with win big events, it's, it's really cool to see. And, uh, you know, any one of those guys, I mean, I had chase was in the dash. We had, uh, Trent was in the dash. So there was, I would have been happy for any one of them to win, but for Briar, it was, it was definitely a little uh, extra special. That was really cool to see. Yeah. That was super, super awesome, man. I mean, I mean, like you said though, any of the guys, I mean, obviously I want my guy to, to win, but at the end of the day, like, you know, Cody, Briar, I like Trent, I like Chase. I mean, I like all these guys. I mean, I mean, hell, I was even hyping up Jones, you know, uh, and, and you know, dude can still get it done too, man. I mean, he's fast as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, I like watching him ride. He's, he fought, he gets around on those, uh, on those short tracks, dude. He's, he rides them well. Uh, I know you got to bounce here. You guys are going testing. Is there anything else? Throw down. No, man. Or... I just, uh, big, big, big shout out, uh, to you for putting on another amazing event. I mean, it's, I mean, I've told you since day one, I mean, like, dude, that's a, that's a yearly event for me. Like whether I'm there as a tuner, I mean, I always want to ride too, but, uh, um, but hey, serious talk though. Uh, you want to tell everybody about, uh, next week you losing 500 bucks. Real yeah. Quick so we, well, I don't know about, I, I don't think that's going to happen, but, uh, we're Rob's holding a big pit by grace. It's, it's Dalton's birthday, right? So they have, uh, a big mine, pit Dalton's lanes, Katie's. I mean, like oh everybody's gosh. birthday. Okay. Everybody's birthday is in the yeah. same day. Uh, so they have a pit by grace in Pensacola and I'm, I'm, I'm a problem on a pit bike. Like I got, I mean, I, you've I probably seen a problem on the four fifties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same problem. You've seen the results <laughs> in cycle news. I mean, it's anytime there's a pit bike national, you, I mean, I make, I make cycle news covers and Rob feels the same, but he put up 500 bucks that he's going to beat me at his, at his pit bike race. Wait, wait, wait. You said, you said, hold on. If I beat you, you better be handing me 500 bucks. Okay. Yes. I I will do that. If, if and, somehow that happens. And, 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 and my truck Remember. Oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta call Mr. Gonzalez and Satish for mission. But uh, yeah, the the semi truck at Winter Throwdown, and and they have a a good handful of these trucks where like I'm on one side and Mises on the other, and uh, there's one at Winter Throwdown, and I told Rob five hundred bucks, and I'll get mission to put Rob's picture on the side of the mission truck, uh, for. I don't know. I, I got to Yeah. I, I mean, I have to, it's, it's in the agreement. Let's do it even better. Hey, let's do it even better. All right. So whoever wins the 500 bucks, let's pick, let's pick a, you know what? Let's just call it right now. Let's say, uh, 500 bucks to whatever, like charity or, you know, person, you know what I mean? Like, and that way we're not putting it in our pocket, but let's raise some more money. Let's seriously try and raise like three grand for a charity <laughs> well i mean things could get pretty heated for first oh well, let's go on the charity so yeah yeah that's what I'm saying. i mean it's gonna get heated no matter what because the bragging rights <laughs> and the semi-truck is on the line but i think i think i do that, need just give me like a couple of laps around the track because i've never been of there course. It's, it's you're not going out in your dude, backyard but you're not yeah you're not I'm, going I'm cold confident. you're not going I'm, cold for sure. i'm confident we'll be good so All that's right. next I'm weekend make, but this is gonna be serious Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to bring my jump rope. We're going to be, I'm going to do, be doing bear things before I go out. Dude, I've been, warming up. I'm going to be cycling that morning. I'm going to take a little bike ride. I'm going to get on the row machine. You should Jared probably save into training. your energy. You should probably save your energy. Jason Fuller's coming in. He's going to, he's got me a, a workout just for the race. He's going to, he's going to hop me up. So okay. I'm just saying, I'm going to be a problem, dude. Cause that's fine. I've already said, if I, if you're ahead of me, I'm still, your career's already over clearly. So I'm going to end the rest of your it's career. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> do what you got to do. Right. Well, well, anyway, guys, I appreciate you having me on. Once again, we are going to do some training. Uh, the Dalton got a new moto bike from KTM, so we're going to go. Uh, for some reason, he got a 302 stroke. So now, like, I can't even ride with him because I can just see myself just boner air and everything on this two stroke. <laughs> it's definitely but, a different uh, different animal, but yeah, thanks I know. for coming, I was like, dude, We'll get you back. We'll do another. We'll start getting these going again, and we'll uh, we'll do one next week. But yeah, thanks for Love coming it. on. Sounds good, homie. All right, thank and obviously thanks to all the sponsors. Can't wait. Let's go. All right, Rob. Peace, man. See you, bud. Yeah. All right. So we will, uh, I want to do a couple more thing, a couple more, uh, chats here, but, uh, um, want to shout out Moto America, everything they're doing and really stoked on the 2023 schedule. Mini cup guys, anything mini cup related, hit me up. Really excited about growing that series and the, uh, the schedules posted on their website. Make sure you check out the schedule, look for that Moto America live plus package and just give them a follow on social media, everything they're doing with their series and, the riders, man, there's so many talented riders coming in every year. Cambobier is coming back, run the BMW. 
you have Gagne, you have Matthew Skoltz, you have Bobby Fong, you have O'Hara. Uh, I, I don't know what Posh is doing. You got Rocco Landers, Josh Heron. I know I'm missing a bunch of guys, but the the riders in that Moto America series, they're world-class riders and it's excellent race. And so make sure you, you follow Moto America. Dunlop Tires, I want to give Dunlop a shout out. They gave me, I think it was like 14 or 15 tires to give away at Winter Throwdown. So we were picking random tickets at riders meeting and giving, giving riders, um, a free DT four tire, you know, that was really cool for Dunlop to do and, and just show their appreciation for amateur racing and our, in our events. And, um, they're a big supporters of our podcast as well. If you can check out their website, DunlopMotorcycleTires.com. Jerry Stinchfield, we talk about Jerry a lot, but man, it's, it's well-deserved and he does so much for the podcast. He does so much for the Randy Texter dash for cash and, supporters of racing keeps the riders going keeps a lot of teams going and he's you know he's he's a supporter of like the class of 79 charity he's doing a lot of really cool things i want to make sure we shout out manscaped just you need it you need the manscaped product you need to be fully shaved down like a baby seal lap times are crucial um you know hands down everybody just saving saving that that uh that wind resistant on your on your arms your legs your your entire region that manscape product it's it's got a 7000 rpm quiet stroke motor unheard of and uh just great products great products the code that we have tank slap 20 make sure you guys use the code tank slap 20 20 off and free shipping worldwide wide wide so yeah appreciate the sponsors I did want to give a shout out to the class of 79. There's a, a new sheriff in town, so to speak. A big congrats to my buddy, Ronnie Jones, for, for stepping up and kind of overseeing um, the day-to-day stuff with the, uh, and I, I guess he, I don't know if it's like the president or something, but yeah, he's stepping up and Ronnie's a really good friend of mine, really good guy. And they have a lot of really great people involved in that charity. And I'm excited to see what they do in the future. So Really, uh, really excited for Ronnie and everybody involved. You know, the the, the list of people who are involved is, uh, you know, Brad Baker. You have Tommy Duma, um, Tim Essenson, uh, Jackie Mitchell, just really, really genuinely nice people and excited to see what they do. And uh, and yeah, shout out to Charlie Roberts for for doing what he's done for uh, over the years as well. So, yeah, no, it's going to be really cool moving forward. And yeah, check uh check out their social medias and uh and stay tuned. Sammy Sabedra does a really good job with with all his channels. He's that guy's he's he's got a lot going on, but yeah, he he runs those social pages and and does a really good job. And I, yeah, just a shout out to all the people that came out to Winter Throwdown. It's appreciated. We do the best we can to kind of cater to the riders, help, you know, make sure everybody has a good time. We try to be fair, we try to give, you know, great exposure. We had a lot of really good photographers. Mariah Lacey was there. If you, if you can make, if you were there and you want photos, hit up Mariah Lacey. There was a couple other, uh, photographers walking around, um, Dustin from fast glass lanes world for the videos. Uh, you know, we're trying to, trying to give the expert riders a good chunk of purse, the hooligan riders, the amateurs, just everything that we're trying to do. I want to give a shout out to Ken Salon from AMA for coming and kind of hanging there all weekend. And, overseeing it it's such a big event and it's an ama major national now with number one plates so to have ken um ken there and just like overseeing it all he takes takes the time to come down it really adds to the program and uh appreciate mr salant for coming all my workers just running the show it's such an exhausting like we're there all day wednesday setting up all day thursday all day friday all day late into the night saturday um we actually got done at 9 p.m on saturday so with the track prep grading it all those entries you know we were excuse me still able to get red flags there was a couple no one left in the ambulance but there were some people that needed needed to get checked out with all that going on we were still done uh 350 entries give or take uh we were still done by 9 p.m so that's yeah it's uh it's definitely takes a takes an army and really really proud and uh thankful for everybody on my team that uh that helps me out my mom charity jalen uh dale jones the referee my buddy norm running the gate my buddy ryan um the workers the caldells that helped out at the gate and and mike who was running around doing pretty much everything we need anything needed uh the track prep crew dave and lisa from callahan uh the uh, guy lloyd who ran the grader um, Jen Lewis, who was crushing social media that, that, that was really fun to watch. I got back that night and cause I, I don't have time to really see it when I'm, 
when I'm there. And, uh, that was, that was amazing as well. The concession workers, ah, man, I'm, I'm probably forgetting some people and I, I truly apologize. Everybody that lend, that lends a hand. Um, yeah, I guess we'll, I don't, I haven't figured out a date for next year yet. I always say like, I don't know, man, I don't know if we'll do it again, but you know, everybody that reaches out and just, uh, shows appreciation, it, it goes a long way. And, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, I don't I don't have much else on winter throwdown. Obviously, we could talk about it for for a lot longer. Just so much happens over the course of a weekend, but we'll get back to regular regularly scheduled pods here in the next uh few weeks. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. We did that Jake Johnson pod on YouTube and we want to keep doing more of those. So, so check us out Corey Texter Racing on YouTube and then subscribe to uh, Tank Slab podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. That's a wrap, guys. I uh, appreciate everybody that came out. Appreciate everybody that supports the pod. Appreciate Robbie Bobby for controlling his ADHD enough to talk on here for every week for an hour. And until next time, we out.